Real Golf Radio. It's a reround now on the tee. Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Protecting the rights of you and your loved ones. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio. All right, welcome back to hour number three, the Mountainland Supply Hour of Real Golf Radio. Mountainland Supply is your turf specialist with rainbird sprinklers, controllers, drip irrigation, and everything you need to irrigate your lawn like the pros. Go to mountainlandsupply.com. And uh, I had them out to my house. I've got all new heads. Bob, it's making a huge, huge difference. I put in the new park strip heads, and this is key. The ones that are actually made for the park strip, that actually water the park strip, and Mm -hmm. not the people running by with their dogs, right. not my cars parked in my driveway. Right. It's a beautiful thing. And I'm swapping out all my little, uh, maxi pause ones that are the, and they, did you get that? Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm doing yeah. the rotors. So it's just the quiet, steady stream. Yeah. yeah. It's really good stuff. They got a great outfit like down in that Orm store. Check them out and you find a location nearest you at mountainlandsupply.com. Hey, we got a fun hour for you. We've been talking about the upcoming schedule on the PGA Tour. Excited for that to return. Coming up tomorrow, we got the TaylorMade match that's going to take place. So we'll get into that a little bit as well. And we have over the first couple of hours, a week away from Tiger and Phil with their Hall of Fame quarterback partners. That's going to be fun to watch. And it's just going to ease us back into live golf. So we're really excited about that. But before we get into all of that, it's time for a feature. You know, one of the cool things during this COVID-19 that I've enjoyed is some of the the special uh, I, I want to call them like human stories, right? So you right. get you get a look instead of at the elite athlete level in sports, it's because they are quarantined like the rest of us. It's an opportunity to really find out what everybody is kind of up to, right? And so I, I love this uh, this next story. We're we're really pleased to welcome on our next guest. He's a technology executive here in the market. He's uh, involved in several business ventures. He's an avid golf enthusiast. And on top of that, and here's the kicker, he's been building golf clubs for 35 years. Whoa. He has a whole setup. Picture a repair shop at your favorite. You win a golf location or something, and he basically has that set up in his basement. Super cool. Nate Hatch is kind enough to join us. And in fact, if that name sounds familiar, it's because his son, known as Yock. He Yuck. is, uh, yeah, he's producing DJ and PK normally at this time, Monday through Friday. This is his dad, Nate Hatch. Nate, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Hey, we're, we appreciate you taking some time to join us. I think this is really cool, and I appreciate you having me over to your house uh, this last week and had a chance to see your operation. Like I said, it's full-blown. You're not just tinkering. You're, you, you're like, almost professional down there. Almost. Just so everybody <laughs> Just so, just so everybody knows, we were six feet apart, though, Brian. <laughs> That's right, of course. That's Social right. distancing. Social distancing. Yeah, but as of today, we're yellow. So next time we, well, I guess they still want us to be somewhat six feet apart. But still, yellow is good. Um, I, I say almost pro because you probably have your amateur status <laughs> as far as club making is concerned. But other than that, you've got a, you, you definitely would be a scratch club maker. How did you get in? Tell us a little story about how you got started in this 35 years ago. Well, you know, a long, long time ago, there was a, a local sporting goods shop here called Wolf Sporting Goods, and I was the repair shop manager. And uh, during that period of time, we repaired everything sports you can imagine, including golf clubs. My uh, love for golf has extended my whole life. My dad uh, had encouraged all of us, his boys and his one daughter, to, to play golf, play tennis, and ski, do anything else. But those were kind of the primary lifetime sports. So with that love and, and the interest in starting there, doing it for customers, as I left and 
moved on after college. It was something I had people call me about and said, Hey, are you still regripping? Are you still refinishing? And I said, well, sure. So <laughs> I decided, you know, why don't we just hang up the shingle and create a little company and keep doing it. So you notice how he said refinishing? Yeah. That's what they used to do with old persimmon and Stratoblock golf clubs, right? Absolutely. And I've got some beauties in my collection. I, in fact, I showed them to Brian. Uh, we, we need to go out and hit him again one of these days. I would love to. I, I, I told Nate, I, had a, I took the opportunity uh, a couple summers ago to take out my old Wilson staff blades and some yeah. uh, persimmon you know, driver and fairway woods. Just take them out and play the local old home course that I grew up playing. It was fun. It's, it, it certainly is a little bit different. The irons aren't that. I mean, they're less forgiving for sure, but the big differences in the woods, huh? I mean, that that's a massive difference. I mean, all the way from that, like, what what did you call that? That big wooden, looks like a tuning fork that you used. No, the, the, it's a iron head removal tool. Yeah, it's uh, You don't have to do that anymore. It, it, uh, epoxy's advanced over these 35 years. So. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I guess that's a good, a good leading question. What is it that's been exciting for you to see, and, and how has it evolved, and, and what are some of the things that you're still doing today that you would have been doing 35 years ago? You know, one of the most interesting things to me is you know, to try to help people play better. Uh, graphite that came on the scene or, or, you know, composite material, it was really an interesting invention. And we now are in a time where you can almost do anything you want for a particular player. If they have a particular tendency not to get the ball in the air or they hit it too high, if they have challenges left or right, you can literally buy your way into self-correction. And I think that's something that was available back then, but you did it in a different way. You would manipulate a head. You would actually shave a face of a wooden club, uh, either closed or open. Um, and now you can do that with the technology, shaft technology, and, and then following that head technology. And it's been a really fascinating thing to see. You so know, it wasn't long have, ago, and Brian and I were, were probably at the first announcement of movable weight technology in a golf club, and that's helped to um, – make what you're talking about happen without having to do those things that you, you spoke about with shaving clubs and, and weights and uh, that kind of thing. Well, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people will say, can it really make that much of a difference? But when you, when you think about the science, how long does a golf ball sit on the face of a club, either a wood or an iron? It's milliseconds. So a very, very modest change makes a big difference in ball flight. Mm. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, I think a lot of us think that when a, a club and a ball meet, they, they spend a lot of time together. They really don't. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and so that's that's why And people say, how do I take the ball from right to left or left to right? And that's impossible. And it's not impossible. You get used to it. And it's actually pretty easy to do. And technology can make that even, enhances that even more. Do people come in to see you, Nate, or when they get a hold of you? Or I'm guessing it's just by word of mouth, but when they get a hold of you, do they do they come in and say, "Hey, I I saw my buddies playing this, or I saw my favorite tour player playing this, and so I want you to build it like this"? Uh, how how are those conversations usually had? Well, you know, it's usually somebody that's that's bought into something and they bring it in and say, "Hey, this isn't working, or it's working moderately well. Can you you know, help me modify it?" Um, or to your point, people will say, I saw Ian Poulter, you know, he plays this, therefore I should. Uh, and 
you have to go through the process of talking them out of, of something that probably won't help them. But it's yeah. kind of a combination. It's uh, people come with different, I think, ideas in their mind of what they could do. Uh, and I love the experimentation of trying to figure out how I can best help. You know, a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of the old school guys, they'd have a loft and lime machine, they'd have a regrip, uh, station, that kind of thing. What are the things or what are the tools that you use right now? Um, especially with the technology that's available. Well, the loft and lime machine from an, well, iron hybrid, uh, metalwood perspective is indispensable. I have a machine that's, uh, it's made by Mitchell Corporation. I'm sure you're familiar with those guys. Um, yep. I think primarily shaft cutters, Mitchell board, measuring, um, sanders, uh, loft and lot, or excuse me, um, swing weight scales, uh, shaft pullers. The technology from a tool perspective is advanced immeasurably, and it makes it so much easier. Uh, I used to do a little bit of volume, and when you're when you're doing volume repair, you really need those tools, and they make a, a, a big, big difference. But you know, a, a one degree difference in a lie angle can make uh, it's kind of like an airplane flying. If it's one degree off, it can over a two hundred mile flight, it makes a big difference. A two hundred yard shot can be pushed offline either to the left or to the right by a single degree. And so, being as precise as you can with that tool set is is really kind of amazing. Nate Hatch is joining us uh, right here on Real Golf Radio. And, you know, Bob, the old uh, TV show Tool Time? Yep. And, uh, you know, you, of course you had Tim, the tool man, and he was always, ah, ah. When, you look yep. at, when you look at what Nate has set up, when you talk about tools and all this stuff, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's what you want to do. You just want to go, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, that's good. Uh, you know, I mean, like, for instance, there's a wrench that, is, that he has to remove the weights out of the bottom of a Scotty Cameron putter. A little okay. five, or, was it, is it five, five prongs? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I'd never yeah. seen that. I never thought that. I never even thought about removing those weights, right? So, right. is that just something? Did you just get enamored by the idea of being able to customize your golf club, and it's something that you like to tinker? And so, it just one thing led to another, and and you found yourself thirty five years later as somewhat of an expert. Well, you know, it's. I think it started when I saw some of the science. I was exposed at Ping Factory a number a long time ago uh, to high speed photography. And the science behind the levers in a golf club, you know, the lever of the shaft and the lever of the head itself, and the amount that it actually moves. And that scientific discovery, Carson Solheim was, you know, talked about a guy that patented things. He, you know, he saw a game that he could make easier. He was an engineer and he applied his engineering skill. And when you saw what he was doing, what he was using, the tools he was using to do that, it was absolutely incredible to me that that uh, the science that went into it, you know, revolutions on balls, the way they interacted with the turf and the way you shape a sole of a club. You know, they used to sit in, like, you know, I'm sure Arnold Palmer sat and ground his wedges down in his shop, you know, to, to make a difference. And and uh, so it, it, it it's just, I think it's a mixture of all those things that just really excited me. And, I, and it's very different than what I do every day. Uh, you know, it's an opportunity to spend some time getting my hands dirty, so to speak, and thinking about um, how I can help people enjoy this great game that I love myself a ton. I love it. And uh, that, it's a really cool story, a great guy, and uh, just a neat hobby, man. Uh, and and little side hustle, too. I mean, it's kind of cool what, what you've uh, <laughs> learned how to do. Uh, absolutely. So, Nate, thanks for sharing your story. Really appreciate it. And uh, just enjoyed being able to see your, your set up there at, at your house. And uh, appreciate you taking some time for us here on the radio. Well, appreciate the opportunity. 
thanks for uh, having me on. You got it. We'll do it again. That was Nate Hatch joining us right here. Again, uh, he's a technology executive. He's a golf enthusiast. And for 35 years, he's been building and uh, modifying and tinkering with golf clubs. And he's got the full setup and it's super cool. I love that. I mean, there's so many of us that have little hobbies and, and, and things that we do that you might not expect, right? And when you find those, especially during this time, when you kind of have these you know, we find out a little bit more about each of us as humans and what interests us and what drives us. I think that was a really cool story. So appreciate Nate Hatch for spending some time with us here on Real Golf Radio. And again, the father of Jake Hatch, who produces yep. DJ and PK in the morning right here on 1280 The Zone. All right, we'll take a short break. More of the show continues next here on the Mountainland Supply Hour of Real Golf Radio on 1280 The Zone. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember for a long time cancer was one step ahead now the prostate cancer foundation's research is delivering new treatments to patients all the time i've had prostate cancer my dad had it which means now i'm at a greater risk join us as we finally take the lead over cancer put this game behind us once and for all I beat it, and so can you. To get ahead of the game, go to pcf.org to learn more. 
Ever wonder how the Salt Lake Bees baseball field looks so good? The award-winning Bees grounds crew turned to Mountainland Supply for their turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? Well, when you need irrigation products for your lawn that you can trust, Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe, parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hello. I'm Al Morris, President and CEO of Uinta Golf. While servicing golfers over the past 49 years, through good times and bad, we've never lost sight of our customers. We have taken a number of precautions to ensure a safe shopping environment for you and our team members. We hope to see you in our stores soon, and thank you for your patience and your loyalty. Now let's get out there and play some golf. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio, brought to you in part by Zion's Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. We appreciate you being with us every Saturday morning, 6 to 9, right here on 1280 The Zone. Well, I want to thank Nate Hatch for stopping by. Really appreciate uh, the little feature we were able to do with him. Uh, and again, if you are fans of DJ and PK and uh, producer Jake Hatch, be sure to give him a, a note or send him a, a note or a tweet and let him know that you heard his dad right here on Real Golf Radio on Saturday morning. Really cool stuff. Uh, quite the club maker uh, himself. Well, well, if you missed uh, hour number one, we had a spirited conversation with the caddy. Actually, not really spirited so much as entertaining. He yes. was funny, and uh, we always love to replay some of his good stuff. And uh, So we're going to do that for you now, and it's brought to you in part by Siegfried and Jensen, 801-222-2222. Siegfried and Jensen, here he is in the caddy. There are bag rats, <laughs> and then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. We can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper. Here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, the caddy's joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. And, uh, you know, apparently this uh, weekend, it's going to be something like the old days where, you know, certain caddies were allowed and certain weren't because no caddies allowed at Seminole apparently this weekend. Caddy, do you take offense (laughs) to that? I think uh, it's not golf. There's no caddy. Oh, look at this. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, that's one That's one end is. of the perspective. <laughs> it's no golf without a caddy. I think it may be college golf or junior golf. Oh, it's junior it's not, golf. Well, it's not professional golf. Uh, of course not. <laughs> so you're saying the caddies are that integral that it actually changes the sport entirely sans caddy. I think Bob Jones put it best. He said there's golf and there's major championship golf and then there's golf with caddies. And they're just not the same they're just not the same game. Isn't that what Bob Jones said? Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure that was it. it. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was something. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. I mean you take some yeah, liberty with think, it, but that's okay. Don't let the yeah. truth get in the way of a good story. No, no. But honestly, Have I caddy told you guys my Yeah, good. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. You were about to share a story. I hate to cut off a story. No, I was just going to impart some wisdom on our listening audience. But, you know, in times of great uncertainty like this, I have some rules on whenever you tweet or get on Facebook with people, the way to deal with it is simply to reply to everything with this line. Sometimes it's better to remain silent 
and be thought the fool than to tweet and to remove all doubt. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln tweeted that when he was president. Did he tweet it? <laughs> you went back to the presidential tweet archives, did you? I did. I did. He was the first president to actually tweet. Mm. Most people don't remember that, but that yeah. was the iPhone 1. <laughs> <laughs> Four score and 7,000 iPhones ago. Is that what you're going to tell me? Yes, exactly. Mm, okay. All right. Okay. So your question was, well, I was going to ask you, I mean, what, what is your, what are your impressions of the guys carrying their own bags? I mean, this is it, to your point, right? I mean, you don't see professional golfers out there navigating a regular tour event, let alone no. a major championship or any, really any, you know, even, even exhibition events typically, without their caddy and they consult and they, I mean, it's a lot more than just a guy carrying a bag. So how different is it going to be for these players going without caddies this, this weekend? I, I think what you need to do is you need to follow caddies that tweet because like Kip Henley, who's going to be watching this match and every time the guys pull the wrong club, he's going to be all over them. He's just <laughs> going to be all over them. Nice well, and a lot, there, of, a lot of these guys do rely a lot on their caddies for numbers. I can remember when I was caddying for Keith Clearwater that year I first met you. Um, we played in a exhibition match with Freddie Couples and Joe LaCava. And, you know, Joe, he just, he would say to Joe, what's the number? And Joe would say, well, this is the number and this is the club. And Freddie would pull the club out of the bag and hit it. Yeah, Joe had a lot of input in that, in that relationship when we were paired with him. And he used to, he used to give me the, eye, he'd give me the side eye when Freddie wouldn't take the club he wanted and just start shaking his head. It was funny. The uh, side eye. But then there's other, but then there's other players who deal, they just want the number and they compute it all themselves and pull their own clubs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Ratif Goosen's been doing that. He basically, and his, his, his friend who, pretty much was a tour caddy. Yeah, he just told him, you know, let's try this. You, you just carry the bag and we'll just chat and I'll take care of everything. And Nicholas, Nicholas definitely had, he was a, a full do it myself guy. From what I understand, he wouldn't ask, ask much at all. And, uh, and then there's other guys like Pertzer and Pertz, you know, Pertzer was famous for, he'd walk out with the sweater in each hand and ask this caddy, which sweater he should wear. <laughs> and that's so. It runs the gamut on that now. one, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Fashion caddy. I remember Percher's caddy once said that Percher spilled out some Advil into his palm, and he said, "How many of these should I take?" And his caddy goes, "How much water do we have to work with?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much Advil, Bob, has been consumed on the PGA Champions? Tour? Oh my god! How good. much Advil? Whether it's the little two hundreds or the full eight hundreds, there's been a lot. Oh, the, yeah, the eight hundred. See, Brian, do you know? Do you know? You know what we're talking about, don't you, Brian? You're an athlete. What do you mean? What do I know? What you're talking about? That I don't yeah, know. I don't understand what Advil is. Is that what you're saying? No, the eight hundreds. He said the eight hundreds. Well, I know. Yeah, they have eight hundreds. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Eight, that's the big one. That's the big boy. Right. Or yeah. you could just take four of the small ones. Whatever. Well, it's just not the same. Isn't it? Okay. All right. Well, Formulation's not... a little bit different. Let's, yeah. let's not go down this road. Who, who are you picking for the match? Uh, you got the TaylorMade match coming up tomorrow. 
uh, where you're, it seems like it's a no-brainer, right? I mean, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy against Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf. I mean, it seems it's a David and Goliath type setup. Not not to put Ricky down or not even to go with the whole, you know, size thing here. But obviously DJ is quite a, D, DJ and Ricky could actually be David and Goliath. I mean, you could literally go that route, huh? I wasn't really thinking of it that way, but I mean, wow! I, if you obviously, if you put the records and the wins uh, on, it, it's a pretty heavy weighting. Um, yeah, that that's pretty crazy. But I'm gonna. It's gonna be fun to watch that. I I, I think uh, I, they're gonna be wearing shorts, carrying their cone clubs. It. I'm sure we get mic'd up. A lot of banter going back and forth. Um. You never hear DJ say much. I wonder if he's going to chirp a little bit out there. I don't know. Does he chirp when he plays with, with the boys? He, he, maybe he does. I don't even know. I wish I, I know. could answer I that question. I, I can't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So I was uh, at Pebble Beach. Uh, I was on the first tee, and we're playing with DJ at a practice round, and, and it's 7.15, 7.30 in the morning. He walks up there. It's the normal, cool Pebble Beach morning. What is it, January, February, whatever it is. And so he's got the sweater on, and I'm pretty sure he has not hit a range ball this morning. And he gets, he pulls out a three iron, and he hits the purest, most solid looking three iron. It was so awesome. And I'm standing, you know, five feet behind where he's teeing off from, watching this down the line, thinking, I wish I'd filmed that. That was, I'll never see that good a three iron ever hit again in my life. And he goes and hands his brother, he puts his hand out to Austin, his brother, to give another ball. And I go to DJ, I said, I said, don't hit another ball. I said, you're going to ruin this. That was like the greatest three iron I've ever seen. I think you're awesome right now. And he like half shanks the next one. (laughs) 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 But, but just to, to, to whip out there in the cool weather, no, I mean, barely made a practice swing. I, I just watched that and said, you know, some fish just swim better than the other fish in the ocean. That's all there is to it. Uh, that was impressive. That's a great Where do you story. rank? I mean, if you were to look at those four guys, and it's obviously you got different levels or different stages of their career, but when you look at those four guys, where do you suppose that when it's all said and done, who's going to rank the highest? Uh, clearly, Rory's got the most majors, but DJ could push him for wins, I think. Well, DJ's got DJ. DJ's got the wins as far as um, yeah, well, he's got twenty. He's got twenty wins to to Rory's eighteen. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's essentially not really a difference between that. I, it's Rory. It's Rory, man. Those boys aren't going to catch Rory. He's the man. Yeah, it doesn't he's look like Rick, doesn't look like Ricky would. I don't know about Wolf, no. but he's too early to tell, right? But Rory's the way Rory came on the scene and piled up the majors, and he's one away from the career grand slam. That 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 is something. The career grand slam. When you consider one of the things Bob and I were talking about is this. You know, ESPN ranked the top. Uh, NBA players of all time, and we the, and we were talking about the top five, and we say, where would you put the top five PGA Tour players of all time? And I, I specify PGA Tour because I don't want to go back to you know, you know, old, old Tom, Tom Morris, Morris. <laughs> exactly, yeah, and, and even Bobby Jones. Let's go PGA Tour players. So we we start throwing these out there, and you know, how much does a career Grand Slam play into that? That's got to be a, a big factor, right? Kind of. Uh, the reason I semi rule that out is because the open championship wasn't nobody played in it back when 
even though Snead and Hogan both won it, nobody really played in it back then until Palmer started doing it and kind of repopularized it. So it's that's why I, I, I never liked the who are the five greatest of all time because everybody picks the five people right now. It's it's everybody thinks about what happened in the last five years and not the last fifty years. So and here's so here's like my five. Here's my five, Caddy. You ready? Mm-hmm. Jack, Tiger, Palmer, Hogan, Sneed. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad crew. I I might be very, very close if not on the same list. I think that's right there. Yeah. Um, but you could Jack definitely Tiger, make Palmer, arguments. Hogan, Sneed. Yeah. yeah. I mean you could make arguments. Yeah, but you could certainly throw Byron Nelson in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, and if you, if you go, yeah, that, that's, people <laughs> might argue you could throw Gary Player in there, maybe. We talked about Gary. Yeah. I mean, the I international mean, can, wins alone for Gary and the majors, too. Yeah, a bunch of, eight majors and a ton of international wins. And, and the longevity. Every he won. Yeah, he won 132 major championships. If you ever talked to him, because every pro am he won was a major championship. As well, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm. I'm telling you, I've won more times here. Last <laughs> night I slept on the floor so I could feel the wind. Yes. <laughs> that was a Bobby Clampett line. Um, <laughs> that was yeah. I'll never forget him saying that. I like your list there, Brian Taylor. Do you? That's a good list. Yeah, um, it's argue. I mean, you can always argue uh, various things. I mean, you where do you put? But you mentioned Byron Nelson. You know, where do you throw him in there? Um, you know, Bob's dad's. You know, right up there as yeah, well. Yeah, and you can. Yeah, you can throw Tom Watson in there. Watson was the other one you have to talk about for sure. Bunch of majors. Yeah, I mean, you could even say, what about Seve? Seve resurrected Europe, and he, he won five majors, and he won a ton of tournaments. Yeah. He didn't win too many over here, but he didn't play too much over here either. But he won he won a couple majors over here. So, yeah. And then, Mon- what about Steve Monty? Williams. I mean, you got to throw Monty. Well, I think you got you to throw Steve Williams in there. <laughs> he's won more tournaments than any of those guys. We all know that. The Caddy Hall of Fame, he's clearly the leader, huh? Oh, there's no one in... There's no one in Stevie's league. I mean, he's won like 125 times. Are you kidding me? Ridiculous. He's like the Jack Nicholas of caddies. I mean, you look at Nicholas. He's not the most popular record. caddy, though. No. No. He will. I one thing. Uh, one thing about Steve Williams, you know where he stands on anything. He will give you just a matter of fact answer, and that's it. You, there's yep. no guesswork. There's no guesswork. And people like that are um, sometimes a lot of people have uh, trouble with people that direct and succinct. And yeah, I think it would be interesting, Caddy, if you threw out the question to most golfers, just, 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 a, just an average, you know, golf fan, name me your five. The, when I say caddies, name me five that come to your mind. How many of them would be actual caddies and how many of them would come off of movies? <laughs> To the average golfer? Yeah, I'm just average golf fan. You threw out there. I mean, oh yeah, because I'm yeah. going with Eddie from The Greatest Game, oh, right? The candy for Francis. You, you gotta Rimet. go with Eddie Le- Eddie Lowry. Eddie, Eddie Lowry. Eddie that's Lowry, it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie Lowry. That's the first one. And then Bagger yeah. Vance. That's that comes to mind. And Bones. Yeah. <laughs> and Fluff. Bones and Fluff. Yeah. Stevie. What about Angelo? 
Angelo. Well, you know what? A lot of people in today's world wouldn't remember Angelo. Yeah, they, they wouldn't know, but he sure was the man, wasn't he? Oh, he was with the that man. hair, yep. mm-hmm. that big hair, head of hair, and uh, the yeah, big and mustache. Then, back back then, back then, guys would say creamy, creamy, creamy too, right? I mean, creamy oh yeah, was, creamy was a good one too. Yeah, or rabbit, in that rabbit, group. Gary Player's caddy, rabbit, rabbit, big time, rabbit, <laughs> or dire. Mitch, Herman Mitchell. Herman Mitchell, caddy for Lee Trevino. Andy Martinez. Andy yep. Martinez, there you go. Legends, yeah. We're, and then you got to talk about uh, Dave Musgrove. Dave won majors with Seve and Lee Jansen and Sandy Lyle. Yep. How about that? Which caddy has won majors with four players? Well, I was. I don't know. I was going to say Fanny is, is one that would be in there also. I don't think she won at four players. but Steve Williams, yeah. Tiger Woods. Tiger mm-hmm. Woods, Greg Norman. Raymond Floyd. Raymond Floyd. Jason Day. Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Jason Day. Jason Day. Jason Day. I had the wrong one down under, you know? <laughs> All right. Jason this, this segment's no, he's, gone. He's, yeah. If I start trying to do accents, this, 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 is, this a, shows off the Kiwi. room. He's a Kiwi. He's not an Aussie. Isn't he a Kiwi or is he an Aussie? Oh, oh Jason boy, Day is an Aussie. Now. He's an Aussie. Yeah, oh, I'm going to get in so much trouble now. You I'm are going to get You can't mess with those guys. That's worse than the North and the South in the United States, the Kiwis and the Aussies. I mean, you can't go there. I just buried myself. Williams is you, the Kiwi. Can you, can you edit that out? <laughs> sure, I'll edit it out for you. No, I won't. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Caddy, we got to go, man. Good stuff. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, enjoy some live golf. We'll talk about this match and, of course, uh, the Tiger-Manning uh, match uh, with Tom Brady and Phil, uh, Phil Mickelson coming up next week as well. So it should be good stuff. Lisa, we'll watch some live golf. We're looking forward to it. As they say down under, good onion. All right, that was him. America's favorite caddy. Gotta love that guy. Brought to you in part by Uinta Golf, serving Utah golfers since 1971. They are open and serving you again now. You can go see them, and they, as always, they have the 100% satisfaction guarantee for 90 days. You don't want to miss it. Great place to shop. They'll take good care of you at any of the locations up and down the Wasatch Front at Uinta Golf. Short break. Uh, some conversation with Rich Lerner. If you missed it, we'll share some of that from uh, our conversation. Conversation in hour number two, next, right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hello. I'm Al Morris, President and CEO of Uinta Golf. While servicing golfers over the past 49 years, through good times and bad, we've never lost sight of our customers. We have taken a number of precautions to ensure a safe shopping environment for you and our team members. We hope to see you in our stores soon, and thank you for your patience and your loyalty. Now let's get out there and play some golf. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day, 100% satisfaction guarantee. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. It's brought to you in part by Hoops Vision and HoopsVision.com. I'll tell you what, everybody is anxious to get into Dr. Hoops again because we've moved into yellow and even previously into orange, which opened up the yep. the eye docs again, the, the elective surgery, so you can get in there, take care of your eyes, and they are slammed. So get on the horn or get online at hoopsvision.com and schedule your free, no-cost consultation. You got to do it. And it's going to put your mind at ease. You're going to feel so good about it. You're going to be excited that, that, you, that you made the decision. You're going to experience the miracle of getting your eyes fixed and – Mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars. That's right, a thousand bucks off your LASIK procedure. That is a little. That's two hundred dollars better than they're offering if you don't mention Real Golf Radio. So they have some specials going, but you get a better deal by mentioning Real Golf Radio at HoopsVision.com. All right, we had an hour long conversation with Rich Lerner. We're going to share just a piece of that in the few minutes we have left here in hour number three. So if you missed the rest of it and you want to check it out, go to our Twitter page at Real Golf. The interview in its entirety will be available there. In the meantime, here's some highlights. Hey, Rich, how are you? Guys, I'm doing really well. Good to be with you. Good to be headed back, uh, we, we hope, for a sustained period. 
So Rich, I have to, I chuckle a little bit listening to you because I think the last time we caught up with you was right before the holidays and we just had a little bit of fun and talked about some of your favorite memories on Golf Channel and, and you shared with us your story about a bathtub and I just, every, every time I hear oh, you now, right. <laughs> I think of no, you in the bathtub. In, in this, in these last two months, I can promise you that isn't getting any better. Things, <laughs> things are, you know, uh, the, the belly is beating the chest. It, it's like, I mean, uh, yeah, we've been eating and, uh, and writing and, and eating a little bit more and, and, uh, look, we're fortunate. Uh, I don't mean to be cavalier about, uh, I mean, I, I'm being cavalier, but I, with, with the idea that, uh, that we're fortunate and a lot of people are hurting right now. Uh, so, uh, this uh, event on Sunday, uh, we'll, we'll do our part, uh, Taylor made driving and relief, uh, to raise some funds for the American nurses foundation, uh, CDC foundation, uh, and a few others. I'll tell you, it, it's nice uh, to get back to some live golf because I hit a new low uh, the other day. I watched a rerun of the world's strongest man competition, 1992. Mm. <laughs> uh, I picked up with with uh, a Kostroff Fluff de Fluff, uh pulling a six-story apartment building one full block in Helsinki, and it was. <laughs> it, it was it was oddly compelling, but then I thought, what are you doing, man? Uh, we need, we, we need some help now. And, uh, there's just not a whole lot. Uh, there's just not a whole lot going on. Uh, but, uh, here we go. Uh, for how long, uh, we, we don't know. Uh, the, uh, I think that there, there's a good plan in place. Uh, the, the folks behind uh, the event uh, this Sunday at Seminole, uh, done all their due diligence. And then obviously the PGA tour, has uh, worked tirelessly uh, to put together what they uh, believe uh, to be a responsible and safe re-entry uh, back into the sports world. But I w- there's one uh, proviso here. Uh, the, the virus was not uh, seated at the, at the table uh, in any of the planning. The virus uh, will, will do what it's going to do. We hope uh, you know, the worst has passed us, but, but nobody can really know. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, there's a busy fall with, you know, with, with uh, beginning in September, uh, with, uh, the U S open, the Ryder cup, potentially uh, the masters in November before that you have the PGA, um, uh, and those are only plans. Uh, those are best, best hopes at this point. I think we all know that if, if it comes, uh, roaring back, uh, then we'll have to uh, put a halt to it again. But uh, I think, you know, smart to have uh, some plans in place. And I applaud the people who've been, uh, you know, in, in every sports league, I think really in every business across the country, uh, having to, you know, work in ways they, they never thought they would have to and, and having to come together with not just a plan A, B, and C, but a plan Q and off. I mean, yeah. Uh, just uh, so many variables here and and uh so it's uh, it'll be some sort of a i don't even know if a new normal would describe it but uh here we go and i think uh you know where golfers are concerned you know everybody i think wants to scratch the itch uh, but he's uh amped up to, to play golf to watch some golf and uh you know it, it'll look a little different uh certainly on on sunday you'll get a taste of what it's going to look like at colonial 
uh, no fans, uh, players having to distance. There'll be no uh, fist fives. There'll be you know no hugs as you you would typically see at a team event. Uh, guys will have to watch themselves. Uh, this Sunday there'll be no caddies. They're going to carry their own bag. Uh, but even when when the caddies come back, uh, they'll have to sort of maintain a distance that that typical scene of a player shoulder to shoulder with his with his caddy, you know, in the yardage book out, uh, deciding what club to hit, uh, par three, you, you may not quite see that. Uh, remains to be seen uh, for this Sunday what they'll do with uh, with the pin. Uh, I think they're, they're hoping uh, uh, to get the clearance from the county in Palm Beach to be able to uh, remove the flagstick. And Mark Russell, the tour official, will be the only one touching the flagstick. Uh, Stephen Cox, another tour official, will be the only one raking bunkers. Uh, at Colonial, they'll they'll have uh, uh, hand sanitizer on every hole. They'll uh, uh, each uh, group will be responsible for wiping down the flagstick and the bunkers should they need them. Uh, you know, there'll be a, a, a very small footprint in terms of uh, personnel on the grounds. So, you know, just a handful of media members, and and the content will you know, go to the pool and then distribute it out across all the different platforms. So the, the bottom line is, is everyone from the tour uh, to operations to media is, is trying to go forward with a smaller footprint. You know, like this Sunday, we're, we'll only have six cameras down at Seminole and just two, and, and, and Fultz in and Steve Sands on the ground. Uh, Paul Azinger and, and Gary Koch and I will be in a studio in uh, St. Augustine with, with Tommy Roy, our producer. And, and I think similarly at uh, Colonial, you'll see, uh, you'll probably see Jim Nance uh, on, on the ground or in, the, in some sort of a makeshift the tower uh, or booth. And he may not have the full complement of, uh, of announcers surrounding them, where they may be in a studio somewhere in Florida. Uh, and, and that's just how it's going to be uh, for the for the near future. You know, it's kind of interesting. You're, you're talking about the excitement of getting going again. You know, we've got this event, if you, as you've talked about, the TaylorMade Driving Relief Charity Match, which is Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson, big high-powered players, along with Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf, And then, you know, in a week's time, We've got Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson also playing with Peyton Manning and uh, Tom Brady. So those are pretty good lead-ins to the PGA Tour two weeks further down the road, starting, as you said, there at Colonial. Yeah, I mean, these are high-profile players uh, and two sort of sports icons uh, from outside uh, the world of golf with Brady and, uh, and Peyton Manning. Uh, so yeah, this is a nice way to sort of re-enter uh, the, the sports world. I think they'll uh, draw a lot of viewers in uh, both cases, and uh, you know, uh, people are hungry for, for some fresh content. You know, Rich, if I had uh, fallen into a coma in January and just woke up and saw that the next two weeks featured these two matches, I would have thought the Premier Golf League won. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
I'm like this yeah, is what it uh, this is what it's come to. The Premier Golf League got its thing. They're bringing football players in. They're they're having brands host their own right. events. I mean, it, it, it's kind of I mean I, I joke, but it it is interesting that this is what what we're able to produce for the time being, right? For not, until until yeah, we get back on tour, well, right? Right, and there may be uh, look, there may be elements of uh, that uh, potential rival league, uh, you know, in some form uh, going forward. Uh, the European tour is, is uh, facing an uncertain future and, and severe economic challenges. Uh, they, I think they were before COVID-19 and they certainly are now. Uh, so that raises the possibility that maybe they'll merge at some point of the tour will buy the European tour. I don't know how that would work. Uh, but, but you know, that sort of along the lines of that premier golf league. Although, you know, I, I think uh, the credit to Rory McIlroy, you know, for sort of uh, being the first big name to step forward and shoot down that idea and pledge his allegiance to the PGA tour. Now, you know, full disclosure, Rory has uh, a business relationship with the golf channel, NBC, via golf path. We have a relationship with PGA tour, um, but you know, Rory, uh, Rory stepped out uh, on that one, and, and good for him. Uh, uh, Rory's become, I think, the conscience. Uh, of, uh, it's not the conscience of the tour. I think he's become its its de facto leader. He's on the player advisory council. Yeah. Uh, speaks his mind. He speaks freely and honestly, and, and I think he's realizing he has a uh, he has a big voice, and and it, it carries weight. And uh, I, I have no doubts. I don't have direct knowledge, but I have no doubts that uh, Jay Monahan, the commissioner, uh, <laughs> asks Rory his opinion on occasion, whatever whatever the issue may be. You had mentioned about the event at Colonial, some things that they were going to do uh, regarding how they're going to play. What have you heard about testing for the players, what they're going to do, what they're going to do in between events? There's been reports that they're going to charter planes for the players and the caddies yeah. in between events and possibly having them stay at the same hotel. So they're going to try to create a bubble best as they can. Uh, players will have to have been tested a, a week prior to arriving at the site. When they arrive, uh, they will uh, be uh, taken or they'll drive themselves to uh, a, a site probably in, inside of a hotel ballroom, and they're, they're hoping to put all of the players under one roof. If they have an RV or a big bus like uh, some of the players drive, I think uh, Jason Day or, or uh, Louis Oosthuizen, they, they certainly can stay in, in, in those. Uh, but they'll have to be tested again once they arrive, fill out a questionnaire, uh, uh, have their temperature taken, uh, and then again, uh, before they get on the charter on Monday morning. It's about a 170-seat charter. Uh, should they choose to do that, uh, which will take everybody to the next event. So the, the idea is to just try to keep this kind of uh, this contained group uh, moving from one uh, event to, to the next with as little outward movement as possible. Uh, caddies will, will have to be tested in the same way. Uh, anybody really involved. Uh, players will uh, be allowed to have coaches on site, but they'll have to be at a, at a distance. There'll be no media members walking up and down the range. I mentioned before, uh, there'll be just a few reporters on hand. You know, the idea that, that they're preaching is, is safety first, responsible uh, uh, protocols. What could, there are a couple things that, that they have to watch for. Um, you know, golf's been 
sometimes justifiably picked on through the years for having its head in the sand, whatever the issue may be. We're, we're lagging just a little bit behind the rest of, of the world, uh, fairly or unfairly. Uh, but a couple things to, to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, in the, the player interviews, you know, there's always the chance that a player could, could speak his mind and say something that could upset people, you know, whether it's, I think this has been a giant overreaction or I'm not going to wear a mask in, in, you know, in and around the clubhouse, whatever they might say, that could bring down uh, you know, some, some fury uh, and, and it'll be closely watched. And, and you know, there, there, there'll be people, there'll be writers uh, from the major uh, outlets taking a close look at how this is all going. Uh, so that could be one possible uh, negative uh, response. I think the other one that you know there are, everybody is concerned with is that there's a uh, like a, a bigger outbreak, a uh, 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 more than one or two two players uh, come down with COVID nineteen. Those players, by the way, should they test positive, will not uh, uh, be announced by the tour. But presumably, if somebody's on site and then drops out, we'll you know, we'll all know. And then, then the chase will be on, you know, to get a comment from that person. Uh, if it's one or two, they're going to continue to play, uh, is my understanding. Uh, but if, it, if it's a, a bigger cluster, 7, 10, 12, then they, they would have a real problem. And, and it, it would, you know, not only be a health problem, obviously, first and foremost, but it, you know, it could be a bit of a public relations problem uh, as well. Maybe they'll be judged to have returned too quickly at the, uh, you know, at, at the risk of other people. I don't know. I, I, I think, uh, they, they, the plan does sound good. Uh, but, and, and they would, they would acknowledge that plans look great on paper until you, you enact it and, and get into the, the actual event. You, you won't know, you won't know at all. That's, uh, that's essentially uh, how, how it's uh, going to go. All right, there you go. That was Rich Lerner who joined us right here on Real Golf Radio. Again, you can hear that interview in its entirety on Twitter, at Real Golf, or any of your favorite podcaster sites, including the 1280 The Zone app, which uh, will house all of our interviews and the shows in its entirety on our 1280 The Zone app. Just check it out, and uh, we appreciate you tuning in and, and listening. Hey, uh, it's time to uh, bring you our favorite segment before we close out the show with our good friends from Barbecue Pit Stop and barbecuepitstop.com. Bob, it was tri-tip for me this weekend. Uh, I sent you some pictures, and yeah, I'll tell you really what, good. Man, Oh, I absolutely love what you can do with tri-tip on a pellet grill or smoker. It is fantastic. I got the Yoder uh, YS40 with the Wi-Fi connector so I can maintain the temperature on my phone. Uh, I I love the amount of space it has in there. I love the beefiness to this this smoker. It is heavy-duty, just all-around fantastic machine, and it produces some amazing meat. And I have the Traeger 1300 um, Timberline, also Wi-Fi, and uh, three racks in it. It's it's awesome. It has lots of cooking space. This last weekend on Mother's Day, I did Wagyu ribeyes, mm. which were phenomenal. And then um, I also am doing the tri-tip this weekend. All right. So. Tri-tip all around 
All yep. Right. Can't go wrong. So check it out. If you want to be a barbecue pit master, go to the pit uh, masters themselves at barbecue pit stop and barbecue pit stop.com. Not only all the grills and pellet smokers that you want, but all the rubs and sauces and everything you need uh, is right there. Plus the recipes, assistance, help. They'll, they'll hook you up. It's like going to your favorite fly shop or pro shop. They got you covered. Barbecue pit stop and barbecue pit stop.com. All right. That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much to Dave Glauser. Our producer extraordinaire does a great job each and every week for that man, Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 